Welcome back to Bible Speaks Truth. Once again, my name is Jesse, and I want to jump right in. I was reading this morning before work, and you know, I prayed to God to open my eyes and open my heart and just smack me in the face, basically, with a message from Him. And essentially, one of the last things that I read did just that, and I have to share it with you. So I'm going to start with Matthew 11, and we'll start with, uh, we'll start with verse 28, and we're going to go through verse 42. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and hell or soul and body and hell. What is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin, but not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me in public here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right, uh, right in your own household. If you love your father or your mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Anyone who receives you receives me, and anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks of God or speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because they are right because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. So I'm going to break this down into three parts. Um, the first thing that jumps out at me is verse 32. Everyone who acknowledges me in public here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But if, uh, but everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Again, that's Matthew 11, verse 32 and 33. This goes back to exactly the conversation that I alluded to or, or talked about a couple episodes ago that I had with one of my best friends when I was in Oregon, uh, laying my father to rest. And this is, this is it guys. I mean, it's this simple. If you acknowledge Jesus in public 
without being ashamed of it. And you don't do it arrogantly, but you do it with confidence that he came down and he died for our sins. Then you're doing exactly what your intention here on earth is. So acknowledge him. Acknowledge that he's your Lord and Savior. And don't be afraid to tell people about him. Um, let's see. Where else did I want to go here? Oh, and then verse 39. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. This to me basically means... <clears throat> This life here on earth is so minuscule and so unimportant in the grand scheme of things that you shouldn't just rely on what you have here in front of you. We should be fighting for eternal life. We shouldn't be fighting for big houses and mansions and fame and the riches that this world bring to us. If you give your life to God, however, or you give your life to Jesus, then he will make sure that you're taken care of and all the things that you need and or want, as long as they fit into his scheme for you, you will absolutely have. So... Don't chase riches. Don't chase the other things. Chase Jesus, and he will provide. And then the last part, which is the biggest part to me, is Matthew 11, verse 42. And if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. So the second part of my conversation with my friend that I talked about a couple podcasts ago was bringing non-believers to Jesus. That is the key. That is what we are put here for. We are here to profess our love for him, to profess that he is God's only begotten son and he died for our sins and we are here to try to bring those non-believers to him to save their life. And I was reading earlier in Matthew, and, and I apologize, I don't have this right in front of me, but you can find it. I believe it was in Matthew, uh, maybe it was like 8 or 9. And I, and I apologize also, uh, I was reading from Matthew 10, not Matthew 11. Uh, just now. So that was Matthew 10, uh, 28 through 42, not 11, 28 through 42. Um, but I was reading earlier that um, he was basically going around and working miracles with people and <clears throat> breaking bread with people, but he wasn't breaking bread with those who already loved him and followed him. He was breaking bread with those who did not believe in him or were not quote-unquote perfect in the eyes of others. Again, he wants to take you at your worst and work miracles in your lives. This is exactly what he wants to do. If you believe, if you come out and you believe immediately, 
you're definitely doing the right thing. Um, but you're just doing what everybody around you expects if you've always believed. But if you're a non-believer and you want nothing to do with him and then all of a sudden you become a believer and things in your life start going well, that's exactly what he wants because he can use you as an example of how great he is. Now bringing this whole thing together, as a believer, I truly believe what this is saying is it is our duty to bring as many people to him as possible to try to save their souls. Um, there were some harsh things that were in here. Uh, he said things like, uh, don't imagine that I came to bring peace on earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. Uh, I have come to set man against his father, a daughter against her mother. I believe, you know, and obviously times were different then, but to me, the way this translates today is you have to understand that it's God and Jesus who put you here. It's, it's not... You are not indebted to your parents because they are your parents. You're not indebted to your family because they are your family. You, at the end of the day, may be on opposite sides of the fence. You may be a huge believer, but your family's not. Now, it's your job to try to bring them to him, just like you would anybody else. But when war wages and it's evil versus good, families will be separated. And I know that's hard to grasp. I know that that seems harsh. But it's the truth. You know, Jesus isn't forcing us to love him or to follow him. He's given us the option. And there will be some people that you love dearly who will not take that option. And it's just reality. It's something that, that we have to wrap our minds around. I, I know it's hard. I know that we want to spend the rest of our lives with with our family members. And, and of course, we're going to do everything we can to get them saved. But it's uh, it's not necessarily going to happen. So um, I hate to, to be so somber about it, but it's the truth. So again, as a believer, it is it is your job to to unwaver to believe and to bring others to him and and I believe that this section here in Matthew 10 talks about just that I apologize if I was a little all over the place uh, I did not plan on doing this I usually do this at night but I had about uh, 15 minutes here before I had to start getting ready for work uh, the last two days I've started to read in the morning and you know just kind of try to start my day with with Jesus to see how that changes things to see if he rides with me throughout the day and just to try to start my day off right and uh this this really hit me this morning and I wanted to make sure that I got it out there so I love anybody who follows me I love anybody who doesn't follow me but um you know I really appreciate you taking the time to listen again this isn't for me um I, I don't want a lot of notoriety from this or anything crazy. I just I just want people to listen and maybe, 
you're like me to where you haven't been the biggest quote-unquote Bible thumper throughout your life or you've swayed away from Jesus from time to time, I just want to be an inspiration to, to help others know that you don't have to be perfect. You're going to fall. It's just a matter of, of uh, getting up, but allowing Jesus to be the one to pick you up when it's all said and done. So um, I thank all of you, and I love all of you. And until next time, thank you.